Here's another Sunday lesson for all my clients and warriors in the FD8 and also in my VIP coaching and anyone who listens. This fear of rest for me and probably when you listen to me you hear that oh that sounds just like me right yeah we're all so similar it's laughable at times when when we can go into hmm I wonder if I'm the only one who have thought this thought. Meanwhile, the universe says, yeah, and everyone else did this million times today, but you think you're going to solve it, you little punk? <laughs> that's, that's the game I feel in my mind I have, you know, this film I have that I've had all my life about that journey and I see it and how it works up and down. And, and that, of course, goes into the fears of where does it come from, this extreme fear of rest and taking time off in fitness where we use the body and being an athlete without a sport, being knowing how to live an athlete's life means you got to know the components that are required to actually get somewhere with the body of the work, the training. That means you got to first know in order to have a reaction that makes the environment, your body, the the current state has to change. The trigger is the resistance training. That you're adding something that is harder work for your body. So instead of walking upstairs, now you do it with a big barbell on your back. That means your body woke up to a whole new life with two bodies to carry. So in order for your body to not die under the pressure, it will compensate and make it stronger. In order to get stronger, it has to have time where there's time to actually build it up. And if there's too much of other stresses going on, like constant cardio, constant other training... There is no time to repair and rebuild to restrengthen. After the trigger, you come with a reaction. Now you have your bodies alarmed and alerted that, hey, we got to fix. That's when you need the inflammation. When the after the training, you notice soreness sometimes, um, that you're tired, fatigue, might not be as motivated to train and so on. So you have to wait until you recover somehow. Then after time, now your body has done its up fix it solved your problem it comes to you say hey i got it we're done we're we're good now we can handle the same thing coming to us we're gonna got it we got it babe it's like your body so cute and then well you are just an asshole so you're throwing even tougher challenges now to your body because you learned you can do more so now that is your new baseline your last workout, your new results is new, the new onion routine. The next chapter, the next routine of repetition after repetition becomes stronger and stronger the more you do it. It's like ripples, it's like waves. This is known as the supercompensation. That happens when you allow your body to rest and you're training according to want to have more results than you have currently. So it's easier to maintain your current muscle mass, your current fitness than it is to go beyond it. It's extremely much easier to maintain what you have than it is to go beyond it. The further you go and take your body, and that comes with how many years of consistent dedication without breaks do you put into your body. That is how you have to think about it because at my level, my body is so resistant to everything I throw at it unless it's extremely unusual. So I have to be the smartest, most intelligent kind of, I'm going to shock my body somehow. And I know how much my body's been through for a quarter century, century in training. 
that you bet my body is proof hard for standing up to whatever I come because it's my body's wish to fight for me to stand strong but I'm not listening to it because I know once I'm stronger I got it in me to become stronger so that's how you build it up and build it up and build it up now the fears of rest why are they there then if you notice that in this routine of trigger compensate and now super compensate you are recovered now next level just like going to school you start in kindergarten then you work yourself up sometimes people have to go another round for they didn't pay attention the same thing when you are not working through the basics understanding of what it takes to live a life in fitness to have fitness body results what does it take so if you're not willing to do that it's going to be about you know get to a certain level and then you're going to be stuck and you're not even going to be aware of it because you're going to believe that the small strength increases you see when you change a program or you lift more you believe based on your your conditioned mind that more strength means more muscle mass and it's not true let me just take my decaf coffee Let me pour my wonderful stevia into it because I love to play a little bit of devil with all things that can affect me that people want to be making scared of. So here I go with, uh, which I say, stevia, yeah, it's from a plant, I know. So it's like cocaine, it's natural. But I have never seen extract in stevia and to the amount of stevia I love to put in my drink. So you bet, I know. <laughs> this is one of my <clears throat> diet junk, holy cows, diet junk glorified strategies that I just don't make it to stress about being perfect. So here you go. I have my a lot of stevia in my coffee and I'm not gonna have stress about that in my mind just to have something to work about. Because, you know, if I listen to everyone else, there would be a thousand things in my routine every day that is gonna kill me. And I know I'm probably gonna die from the car on the street anyway that hits me and not look to the right. So, there you go. Back to recovery and rest and sleep and so on. So, no, not to sleep. I was just about to compass the fear of rest days. All right, so. The fear of rest became for me because I just ate like a pig on uh, cheat days. So, usually it was about the routine of Monday to Friday, cardio and training and being on point with nutrition. I'm talking a long, long time ago now, like typical before I had done my basic upbringing fitness. So let's say the first, the first four or five years, I wasn't even on this continent then. So yeah, back in Sweden. So we should take it like the medieval area or the Swedish area. That was before I was uh, here in America. Yes, of course, naturally. So things were different. But anyway, the gyms were not open on weekends and they closed after 5 p.m. sometimes. And, you know, it was way different. It was like truly medieval fitness area. <laughs> we didn't have all the stuff that makes it so easy now, right? But you still have the same problem. So that's what I mean. Stop looking for solutions. It's here. Stop looking for the diet that is going to work. Stop looking like a sempic because it is not going to ever be the solution for what is problem for everyone it's management around food your preferences how you eat and thinking about it and strike the balance and here's the thing 
What do you think is balance in body ideals of fitness goals? Does require an extreme lifestyle. It's just inflation in your mind. You think that's average or reasonable, but that's just your ignorance. That girl or woman probably spent years of full focus dedication without other alternative, you know, motivations that she has to triage with. So just think about it. It's very easy to underestimate the work. Just think about how hard you think you have to train and then your body's just looking at like, who do you think you are? Been there, done that. So the rest, the rest days then, let's say if I had Monday to Friday routine, I put myself and then I lost it every Thursday. I remember because I played blackjack uh, and I couldn't stay strong. I went to the gym every morning after the, light, after the night shift, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, at 5 a.m. after eight hours standing there. And I went to the gym to do my fasted cardio. <laughs> Just to then eat the granola and the ice cream and the cookies on the way home because I just uh, cannot change my plans, right? And I wanted a cheat day. Oh, so then I got gluttoned and gorged and completely everything I could in junk and for Friday and then was gonna start over Saturday. But remember that Saturday nobody starts over Saturday, so ah. And, and, and you know, the second day is almost like, ooh, you know you're not supposed to do it. So now it's even more exciting. So unfortunately, that increases the dopamine. You get rewarded by my bad decision because it's like that sex fantasy. Ooh, I'm going to play it out. I'm not allowed. Ooh, bad, bad, bad. And now I'm not wired like that sexually. But you bet I can ruffle my feathers and be so excited about food because food wins over sex. Of those two, because food means life. Sex is reproduction. You know me, I don't care about that. Ha! So, food, food, food. So then on the weekends, I, the second day then when you go back on your word, I just loved feeling like that because then when you have first thought, oh, it's going to be diet day. And you know, diet starts Monday. And then when plans change, ooh. Because I forgot that I hadn't eaten up the granola that I put in the trash can and that was not in my apartment. Well, what do you think I did? Well, I snuck down there and got it back. It wasn't that just one time. <laughs> and it felt even better because it was so bad, bad, bad and I was never going to do it again. So, of course, I was enjoying it. Meanwhile, eating it all, I'm, I was putting myself through the mind of, ooh, I'm going to have the ultimate bulletproof fat loss diet. I'm never going to do this again. And I believed my story every time. Because I wouldn't go all out like that if I really thought I'm going to do this again. Because I know the consequence. But hey, I wasn't going to have the consequence because I was not going to live like that anyway. So I kept on gluttoning and then, and of course, after the, on the Saturday evening usually, like, oh, it's so nauseous. and Oh, I will never have this. And sleep like a baby for 12 hours, shocked from all the food. And then wake up and then I realize, like, hmm. Leftover pizza? Oh yeah. I mean, and then ask your boyfriend, do you want to have a double? That is the code word for double cheat day. And in Sweden we call it eating day, and that's the right term. Cheat day never was something, and I always had a problem with it, because I know why. There was nobody who I could cheat on, so I was always agitated, but the whole industry having a term that I could not get away with, so that was just me being 
angry and butthurt that I didn't have to have, I couldn't get away with cheat days. So of course I was going to be angry and mad about the word cheat day. Now I see I was right because it's ridiculous, but hey, I was mad and I was envious and jealous that people could have cheat days and could go and just have something regular. They went to restaurants once a week to have a cheat day, like a cheat meal, and then they just got back regularly. I didn't believe in it. How can they do that? Because I just had more power to overeat. So all other people who did the cheat day part of their conscious prep, they probably just had such a tiny appetite com- compared to me that there was that was a problem. That my ambition and my power of, of overriding my program just took over. Been there, done that, right? Like you think, why can everyone else do? What is their secret? No, they might just not have the same big appetite that usually comes with extreme body ideas. So usually this is how it is. The more extreme the goal, the more extreme personality, the more focused, the more type A, the more super achiever. Which means on the side, on the other side of that personality, you have the com- the com- the obsessive, the compulsive, the iron-minded, the super stubborn. I'm gonna rather die than to go back on my word because it's mind over matter. You forget, <laughs> you know, uh, what are you trying to win? So that mentality that is required to get to so-called extreme levels is also what hurts you. So that's what you need to know, that every passion has its pain. So that's what I'm talking about. You gotta be happy about what you have, but also see that everyone who has more than you think they have the flip side of the other spectrum. So if you have a super personality around people, they all love you, you usually have a lot of fears of not being appreciated, right? And if you're scared of being alone, you're going to not understand people who want to be alone. You're going to be terrified and thinking, you know, trying to fear them about wanting to be alone because you're terrified for yourself. That's just the way it is. We tend to think everyone else wants what we want. Me too. So I have to always remember for myself every day I do. And that's why my intention is to make you happy your way. But first you got to understand that your way hasn't worked. So if you can't take leadership for someone else who has made it into a system, you're just a fool for your own human nature you don't know yet. So it's up to you. So of course then I wouldn't want to rest (laughs) because resting after eating like a pig, it's perfect to accumulate body fat. So we know that. So then of course you're forced to knowing that you gotta hustle. You can't lay down and just think you're gonna burn calories even though laying down and resting is the ultimate fat burning zone because percentage-wise, you're gonna burn the most fat. So if you wanna confuse yourself with that, go ahead. So now we are conditioning to be not lazy ever because the whole culture is never be lazy, always be busy, don't you dare, you know, have nothing to do. That's bad. Being just to be is not good enough as to do. And that is what we're trying to get away from. From Always being busy means you have no peace of mind at all. And you are not aware of a higher self. You don't even know. You're just so busy in your mind and it's not helping. It's the one who makes you feared and scared and shamed and judged and holding on to insecurities. That's the part, the intellectual property that we just use and kind of keep in the highest level for ourselves that we think, ooh, the more you can think, the better you are. And I would say, I used to think like that, now it's the opposite. The ones who can have quality, selective thoughts that are executive and then end, that's the way. So that's what I'm training myself. (laughs) So you know, you can just definitely think about my challenge, about having this 
overactive creative mind that loves to tell me oh pauline i got the perfect thing oh this idea oh this oh you know my mind could never stop so i have to tell my mind hey i know it's gonna have the same millions of ideas tomorrow again and tomorrow and then that's okay we got enough now okay i gotta turn off but it's very hard because i get seduced by really about my own thoughts so there you go my seduction that i have to resist on my thoughts that are ooh, this is gonna help everyone oh pauline this is the ultimate strategy like i have all those kind of uh what do you say compulses <laughs> you know those impulses and my mind i have to stop that and that's what you have now that I used to have in food, that you just have all this promotion and marketing inspiration in your mind. And you'd like, oh, I'm not supposed to want this, right? And then, of course, the more you're not supposed to have it, the more you want. So again, you got to let yourself be. And that's the way I'm conditioning myself to be. Just I'm myself. I am the way I am. So don't fight it, Pauline. Don't resist. It is the way it is. Just go with it. So... There was a reason why we all got so scared of resting because we are all told to keep on cardio away because as long as we keep on eating, well, what are we going to do? We're going to have to try to keep working it off. So this kind of ingrained diet prison, yo-yo dieting, all or nothing, tsunami waves, contest prep mentality, which the whole world lives their life on, even though they're never going to compete on a show. The show is life every day. That if you don't realize about uh, this this kind of just routine that is very destructive and very unrewarding is because it stops you from ever being happy resting and taking responsibility of your nutrition because here's the thing when you don't en- enable yourself to work it off and take away days from rest that your body needs to build muscle to get stronger to burn more calories to be all that you talk about but you don't believe in it you never get to have that level where you have the system of on point with nutrition, on point with training, and then on point with deload, and on point on nutrition adherence and refeeds. And that's not the gluttony that I'm saying cheat days and try away that you then have to go back. Because how do you know? Because if you are forced by yourself to go back in training because you have to work it off, you know you are not living your life to be at your best for your body and fitness. You're just a yo-yo dieter who's trying to work off fat. You're not even working off. You just believe in it because you haven't thought about it. So I'm trying to kind of explain to you how you can kind of, I hope, see it in another way. So when you learn to actually eat properly, you notice that you can actually maintain a higher caloric intake consistently. And you don't even have to pay attention as much because you don't make this big sudden influx of tons of easily processed digested food calories that is based on the junk or the food we go to when we are cheating mode. So here's the thing another. For cheat day mentality, the trigger is not going to make you want to go and have brown rice and tuna. It's going to make you go for what you are thinking you're never going to have again, so just go for the worst. And the worst is the most offensive food because it's the jet fuel food, the one that nobody can get away with if you have a normal metabolism. I could not have that. Maybe if you have hyperthyroidism, overt, uh, toxic, I don't know, or a super high metabolism or you have a skinny frame, maybe then you can so-called get away, but then you wouldn't have the big muscles anyway. So there's fairness in this, that people who have a small appetite and struggle getting muscular are the ones who are not naturally strong and they don't even have the ability to get really strong 
it's the typical more thin-framed women and I had had a lot of clients that are like that who always wanted to bulk up and I, and I knew that it's not gonna translate into no muscle anyway just gonna fatten up a little bit and then come back again to notice that it's the same body when they're trying to lean out so it's easy to want to be someone else's body kind of personality but it's also very hard to how do you know it's not the environment that has shaped the body you just believe it's the way it is you know genetically because the environment and what you do is gonna dictate and is much more powerful than any genes that are just gonna respond to what the environment is putting you through anyway. So that is what you need to know, that if you're holding on to whatever the world wants now to put you into genes to see what kind of do, what kind of diet, I think it's just ridiculously limiting you, not opening up your mind. I know it sounds weird that shouldn't you know more is gonna be better? Yeah, but what kind? And what is the effect? And what is that gonna do for your self-belief in the whole process? If I was told that whatever I was doing, building muscle and birth fat, isn't ever going to translate at all. And if I didn't believe that my word is going to win, I wouldn't have done it maybe. And then what? It's not always the way to always know more. It's about knowing what you need and let go of what you don't. So when you then suddenly come to my level of, I love my rest days because I really need them. I train so hard to make my body gain muscle and I'm allowing my body by eating and not, and, and loving to see how my body allows itself. Like I'm seeing how my, my body is becoming the product of what I do now. So I'm just shaping my environment and now I'm shaping my body with the environment that is new because I'm training a whole new way and I'm eating in a whole new way more and I'm thinking all the way, and I'm having all these recovery modes that I do for myself, and I'm, I'm the best athlete and person for myself I've ever been in my whole life, and I'm so proud. Doesn't mean that I don't have guilt for things I'm not doing up to my level, but that is just the way to be a human. I'm not gonna be a perfect, uh, boring, nun in monk in my mind about fitness or whatever. It's not my ideal, it's not my ambition. I have no goals in life to be what you think should be, perfect, and having no feelings, no desires, and just be a doll. Well, that's the damn death sentence. So no, thank you. I want my big appetite, my little uh, jackpot dealer, black jack dealer kind of personality, my wild life person, because life is an adventure, uh, including fitness. If you don't have that, it's boring, drought. Because it's really monotonous, if you think about it. It's the same thing over and over, so how you understand the same thing over and over is gonna be if you're gonna last or not. And think about that. You do everything over and over and everything else in life. You just don't have to think about it because there's no consequence that you are aware of. So when you just eat as a mainstream person, there's just, I'm gonna eat and then that's it, right? Oh, I'm gaining weight, uh, go on a diet. So that's a whole other kind of mentality and you're way beyond that and much more aware because you have to be. When you want to change, you have to know what you're trying to change. Again, we go inward. So my clients become conditioned into taking ownership and get out of the cheat day mentality because you want to have balance, you want to refeed, and you need to for your body. And that means then that you're suddenly going to realize that relaxing, enjoying rest time and weeks off is the best because you really feel refreshed and recovered and want to train harder and you notice too that now you can because you believe that being exhausted all the time and always tired and fatigued and overwhelmed is the way to lose fat. 
and gain muscle. And I'm thinking that, no, you're just too tired. Of course you're not going to train. You've got to be like an athlete, focused, rest, sharp, show up for training, take care of yourself, and then move on and be happy. That's the way you have to be. To be happy in fitness and not be a slave for your greedy mouth. For me, it's motivating to just know that I fuel my body the way I would do my thoroughbred horse. It's not about I want my thoroughbred horse to have lollipops. It's gonna need its oats. <laughs> so there you go about that, Oprah. We are all horses, right? And now you notice then that when you rest and your muscles become softer feeling and you're not tight and sore everywhere, you allow your body to grow and be the one you want to. So you're learning to have more patience and you're also noticing you're getting leaner now because you're actually doing defeat to refeed in a system. You're not just thinking, should I refeed, should I not, should I have a cheat day? You're not doing the, un the conditional, I'm gonna commit or not every other day because you believe that's the way to live. No, you make plans, you stick to them and do your best. Because otherwise you can't be an athlete without a sport. And then you're not gonna have the body. You're not going to have it in you to believe that you have to train and eat and sleep like an athlete. You're not going to want to. You're going to be a typical, I'm going to be everything and I don't know what to do. You have to be focused on these things as take, stand up for being an athlete and then that's it. The rest then becomes the enabler for actually training harder and to lift more and to actually do become a bodybuilder that you say I want to be a bodybuilder. A bodybuilder doesn't rush to speed on cardio to work off the diet because that doesn't work for the muscle. So here's the thing. Now it's about what I want you to be aware of so you can be motivated. If you always train all the time you're not gonna have the muscle building environment for your body. If you always train to work off calories you're not making time to build muscle to recover. If you're always training and not resting, you are always in a high level of stress and when you do take time off, you're going to have a typical super, super tired, exhausted, I'm terrified, what am I going to do if I can never be energized again? And that is normal when you're always overtraining and getting leaner and losing fat. Trust me, I remember that feeling. And it's really believable that you think that I have never been this tired, I don't know what to do, you're scared. That is a sign that you need to get over yourself of not being good with diet because you're terrified about resting and then you eat and then you can't rest because now you're like everyone else trying to work it off. So you never get to have time to recover mind or body. So of course your idea, your perception of living fitness life is going to be stress, exhaustion, fears, pressure, over expectation and then not even getting awarded because one time you go back on your word and notice and the impact is so hard psychologically because you know now it's like starting over again. That is why it's important to be aware of every day matters to seize the day to be your best. And that means not seizing it the way you want to forget tomorrow. It's about remembering, want to remember your behavior the day before so you have the reality the next day you want. So the fears are based on not knowing that you're not gonna suddenly have to drop your calories because you have a rest day. It doesn't work like that. Your body and your metabolism doesn't work from a day-to-day -day basis on it. We're gonna gain fat, we're gonna burn muscle, we're gonna lose muscle, we're gonna stay the same. What happens fast is fat gain, because you can do that with sudden intake of food. Muscle building doesn't happen like that, but in my life it usually is, 
there's nothing happening, there's nothing happening, there's nothing happening, and then boom, I can notice a big shift on the scale. As in now, when I'm monitoring a scale, because I'm very consistent with my nutrition without the ups and downs, I can definitely tell that after about one and a half years of my training and my eating more calories without uh, paying attention to how, so that means I know more, and I have gained weight. That means it took that long time. So if I stopped, you see, it, it's like I'm going through my journey of building muscle again, and it's not something you do in a month or two. When you see those results, it's based on having muscle mass and then getting leaner after. So if I do a cut later, when I wanna see the muscle mass underneath, then I'm gonna see what did I actually accumulate. And in that process, I'm gonna have a catabolic effect on the muscle, usually, because that is how it is. When you're getting leaner, you're gonna sacrifice a little bit of muscle. So for me, Right now, I want more muscle, so that's why I want my body to be a little fatter, because that way I know I have extra, and that's what I need to build muscle. If I'm not allowing myself to even see a little bit fatter, which is what I want to see, to assure that I'm in a surplus, with all my training volume, then I know I'm just fooling myself. So, people who are never getting any softer looking or buffer, and losing their abs if they're like me, who know that if I'm not super lean, I'm not going to have my shredded abs. I'm going to have my best ass instead, but that's the, what I pick. Then you know that they're kind of just rotating and recycling the same muscle tissue. And they're not building. They just want to have the high from the training. And that's another thing why we have fears of rest. We love the high from training. And we love the kick. And it eats up time and it suppresses appetite. So it's also, if you're so hungry, it becomes scary to have rest day with more time off because now you have more time to think about food. I know. So it's all about the food obsession, right? So let's get out of it and have a happy, healthy relationship with food so you are happy every day and interested and want to wait for refeed because you know you're gonna get rewarded. So there's not this stress of, I not know if I'm ever gonna have what I want again and now I just want more. So when you allow, there is no end of where you're gonna have it and you kind of let go of start and stop mentality into a natural flow of evolution that you go with it and it becomes more and more rewarding because you learn but there's not this pressure you know once you sign up with me you're in it for life that is what i expect so there's no pressure of instant delivery and i'm like hell who do you think you are anyway so most clients are pressured by themselves and expectations from the industry and i'm the opposite to that because i know it's all about the promotion marketing and about getting those fast results and i have always said it's not the way I do because I do before and current. I don't do before and after. And I never give money as an incentive because it's the wrong way again. Because I know what that makes people. The biggest cheat is on themselves and sabotage and regaining and then the rebellion. I can't get back to the routine. Can't make yourself do what you're supposed to do. And that goes back. So that's why I know I'm not going to motivate you to train hard and eat nothing or to be super disciplined for time just to let yourself go and hate yourself later for a dollar. I'm sorry, but it's not worth it. It's not worth your health either. But definitely not your unhappiness gonna come for that. And also, I don't know how that would change. Because if you keep on doing a destructive routine and everyone else is doing it, it becomes a destructive collective way of doing things. And nobody wakes up because that's the way people do. The majority of people are, that's the way we do. And nobody wants to change because we love to hold on to what is toxic, right? Because what we hold on to, we know. That's the, that's the reason why I'm solitude, like solitary person. That I don't want to have people around like that who are, who want to have a debate about it. So there you go, that's my interest, end of interest on that. 
So fears of unrest then becomes more and more important to get over if you want to build muscle beyond where you're now, because you're not going to get out of that. And if you have a long journey and lots of way to lose, you have to want to rest or you're going to be overloaded and exhausted. You have to want to be like me, lazy, lay on the couch all day long without combining it with a lazy day, cheat day routine. So it's about learning that rest and lay all day lazy, not in a stretch, good. But not with cookies of the wrong way. Unless you want to not get leaner or stay leaner. But now you can combine laying lazy all day long with a proper refeed and that can be 3000 calories and then get leaner and stronger from it because you are using the right kind of strategy, the right rotation, the right interval with defeat to refeed. Because you learn it and now there's no pressure of Oh, what am I going to do? I have a craving. Oh, I don't know what to do. It's the last time. Oh, it's late at night. What am I going to do? That's stress. Because you know, oh, it's just two days and then I have it. I have it. You can wait for that. You can hold on to it. If it's worth it, you can because you're going to be rewarded. And now it's just about practicing the same thing over and over. You get rewarded after reward. Why do you think I'm so confident? I know myself. So for me, I have the confidence knowing that I'm going to have it what I want. I have my desires met. There's no shortage. Which means I'm going all out for my commitment to my focus where I want to be. So that means I have most likeliness to have what I want. But I have no guarantee. So the fears of rest is based on uncontrolled eating and stress trying to work it off. And when you work it off, you're not working off any fat at all. You're not even getting into any tapped fat. Because first of all, you have to first spend hours on training to get rid of let's say 1,000 calories overload, that would be about 3-4 hours of training anyway. And that's on top of your regular training. So not only do you have to do to maintain, you're going to compensate. So what are you going to do? 8 hours of cardio every day? For how long? 2-3 months? Like the biggest loser show? And that's, nobody believed that, right? But I can say, and just testify, we have 8 hours on spinning cycles one time without pause. Can you imagine? What a torture. That would never be allowed today. And and definitely not in America, I think, but who knows? Death race, right? And what do you think wasn't the biggest loser? Not even mentioned almost, like 30 seconds they sat there. No credit to all these people what they did. Ha, huh, I'm proud of them. I would never been able to do that with my gen delicate uh, private parts. Sit on a bike like that. Crazy. So that is what it takes when you know people are, can work really hard for fame and money. And then nobody of those kept the weight down either anyway, because they were not planning on it, because they were just stuck in the yogi mentality just like you, still then, and I don't think that they are healthy and fit at all either now. I taught them the prodigy, the, 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 brain, the seed of fiber right before I had it, and that's why the Swedish team won, but it wasn't what kept them going, because they like you, they didn't really want to commit, and I wasn't even there to coach, so hey, that was way beyond way before I was able to even explain. I wasn't even there personally. I wouldn't be able to do it myself because I had the same thing. I remember when the Biggest Loser show was over, guess what I'd had? Well, pizza and ice cream in Estonia for the last day before we're gonna go with Pavel. So I had been dieting for photo shoots for six weeks. And then we took the photo and then I ate everything and picked out. And then I said, I'm never gonna do it again. <laughs> and then I did. But hey, I was going to go to America, so I had to straighten up. So I was definitely going to have to be stronger on myself or I'm not going to make it to America. So that was definitely on my plate to just accept 
I'm willingly never going to be satisfied, I'm always going to be hungry, but that's worth it because I have to go to America to inspire people to be healthy and fit, right? Yeah, that was my ambition and I was all in. How healthy? <laughs> Young! And I'm so happy that I had that confidence and trust that I'm going to do it, but I laugh and I want you to know that I wouldn't want to be the same thing now and that's why I don't want you to be the same way you were either. Because you can be your highest level and that means we're probably going to peak somewhere before the day before we die, I hope. That's the best day. That should be a peak, the last day of your life. So we go up to that. So you cannot work it off. So if you work, you think you're gonna work it off in a day and you have a weekend, it's not like that. And then fat can accumulate after days. So you think just because the scale, you know, didn't show an increase, you thought you, like me, you know, you got away and then two days later you notice you're fat or now you think it's PMS, but it's not. So then now you start the typical journey of, I'm gonna tell myself this story and then that story and all the bullshit. We all know that you're never gonna get out of it because you never take ownership of what, who is doing it. That's you. So you are not getting leaner by working it off. You're not gonna get away from this because the scale is there. It's about what you did and how you keep up. It's also gonna be destructive to your muscle building because you're overstressing all the time. There's no time for rest and recovery. And now you're scared because you're scared of rest days because you know that you can't control yourself around food because you're still scared of pobo because you're scared of the wet scale. You're scared of having a full belly, which is the way you're gonna be able to get lean because you can stay strong. But you're terrified you don't dare because you're still obsessed about the number or feeling heavy in your stomach. Even though rationally you might know it makes sense, you know the calorie about it, but you don't believe in it anyway. Because believing and understanding or belief versus faith are two different things. And how would you believe in something you have never had for yourself? So you don't want to trust in people's word because you believe you're the only one in the whole world. And that's how we all are. And that's why we all tend to fail before we, if we do, realize, hey, there are people who do it better. Let's actually comply and see what we can do and then make our own version. So the fears that you're holding on to, I have to work it off, is not working too. Thinking you can work it off with cardio isn't working. Three, you are exhausting yourself by not being responsible with nutrition and rest days, which means it's going to affect your muscle building. So what are you going to do now if you can't train as hard as you need to boost your metabolism because you should go scared of, of gaining fat, which you're doing because you can't control yourself and, around food and you don't want to eat healthy so you can be satisfied because you're scared of what happens with that. So you notice everything's fears about what you don't even know. But you keep on pushing yourself because being scared of yourself, what you're doing is the routine you're on. So no wonder you don't want to be in a challenge or you know you get scared of every time you want to go and fit this life. You just get overwhelmed because this is your worldview. That everything is just toxic, poisonous and shaming and you're not even feeling about your body. And I want you to get out of that and realizing that, hey, I am a bodybuilder, I gotta live like that and stop listening to people who, who do this yo-yo dieting. I gotta be more mature and understand this is the time for me now. And what the heck is the deadline? And you're not getting anywhere anyway with rushing it up. So your little thing of, I'm gonna just have to do a cut now, I have to speed it up and just do this now, the fat loss, and then, like no, this then always happens, you get hungry, hangry, don't know what to do. The work starts today with how you're gonna respond to your cravings. That is why I do the defeat to refeed, why I teach you pobo, the, the rhythm of the appetite and hunger and so on. So you have all that so you know yourself. But, it, but you know why a lot of people resist this insight and better self-relationship? 
Because then you don't get to be a cheat, you don't get to have the junk, and that's what you want the most. So have then, just know that about yourself, that you might be angry about being the way you are. Alexa, stop. Oh, why do I always do that? I'm such an asshole. <laughs> just shut off. We're gonna start anyway, stop anyway. Um, so it all comes down to not wanting to be real, right? So you see, there's a pattern that once you take ownership and you just, okay, this is what I want to do and I'm going to trust my heart and I'm in a community where this is what we know. It's not going to be a little fast little cleanse. We don't do that crap. So you just have to know that don't listen to basic people when you're beyond. If you want to be an eagle, don't hang around ducks. Don't listen to the ducks. And we're still going to duck it up anyway because eagles do. But the fears of rest and not resting and not knowing why and how, I don't want clients to be like that because for me, that reflects the way I coach you. If I can't make you understand, I'm not the coach for you. I have to talk to you until you understand like a kid. So how many verses do I need to say? I don't know, but I'm going to keep on trying. Okay? I love you. See you tomorrow, Monday, and all around. Well, soon it's new chapter. I'm so excited.